Hi friends, welcome back to the First Gen Friends podcast. First off, I want to start by saying thank you to everyone who has listened and supported the podcast. It has been so much fun to interview my friends, both old and new, about their personal experiences growing up as first generation. I always ask my guests about their American dream and what it was they wanted so bad that sometimes it felt unattainable. So I thought it would be fun to close out season two with my American dream, what it was as a child and what it means to me today. Here it is. When I was a young girl, I lived in a one bedroom basement apartment with my family. We were five people. Both my parents worked and they worked hard. My brothers and I went to school and did all the free after-school programs like homework club and extra help, and that would keep us in school later so my parents had time to get back to pick us up. We didn't have much luxury in our life. I mean, I rotated the same few shirts I had, which other kids loved to notice and remind me of. We wore one pair of shoes the whole school year until it was back to school shopping again, which I really looked forward to every summer. I've mentioned this in previous episodes, but I really didn't notice how much I had, or didn't have rather, until I saw how much the kids I went to school with had, meaning a house, their own room, their own closet with only their clothes in it, a computer room, dinner time with the whole family at a table with placemats and napkins that weren't made out of paper. Their parents would even help them with their homework. My mind was blown. It was different from what I had, and I knew that, but I wanted that too. I wanted what they had. I wanted the BMW with the brand new leather smell and the electric windows. I wanted to have friends over my house and show them the same hospitality they showed me, but I couldn't. Where would we sit? Where would we play? I didn't have my own room. I didn't have a backyard or a pool, and our apartment was infested with roaches. That would be social suicide as a young girl. So back to my American dream. (laughs) I wanted what everyone else had, the feeling of safety, the feeling of belonging, which to me meant I needed to live in a house one day. I needed to drive a fancy car, take vacations to an all-inclusive resort because that's what it meant to be American, to have it all. But now I'm grown (laughs) and I've learned a few things about myself along the way. It wasn't a house that I wanted. It wasn't even a BMW that I wanted. It was belonging. It was status, respect. I so desperately wanted people to like me. And in order to do that, I thought I would need to have all those things, which is why I went to school and studied accounting. (laughs) Because that's where all the money is, right? (laughs) To quickly realize, I actually hated it. But along the way, I knew I needed a job that paid me well to get me everything I wanted. And that was my mission. That was the goal. Now as a full-grown adult with my own experiences and my own thoughts, I realized the American dream is something that was sold to me to make me believe 
that if I had enough superficial things, I would be worthy enough and people would care more about me when I had access to everything that I mentioned before, which obviously isn't true at all, (laughs) even though it did still inspire me very much so. I still don't have the fancy car or the nice house, but what I do have are very strong, deep, honest relationships with the people in my life. And I have the time to spend with them, and I have the means to create those memories with them. And while yes, money is very important, don't get me wrong, I think what I've learned along the way is that it wasn't always about the things that I had, but the people who surrounded me. I took inventory along the way and slowly realized who I wanted around and who wasn't really adding value to my life. They were family, they were friends, and they were coworkers. If you pay attention closely to the first-gen friends interviews, think about the themes. It's not just about our parents not knowing the language. It's not just about the culture differences or about the crazy costumes our parents put us in for Halloween. It's about survival. It's about being seen. And for me personally, my story is really about fitting in in a world that really didn't make sense to me. Because at the end of the day, all we really want is to feel like we belong, to feel loved. And that's what I have now. Season three is coming soon. And like I always say, I am so excited and I can't wait for you to hear more first-gen friend stories. See you next time.